When we don't fly, people die. The Monday Morning Memo for July 15th, 2013. So there I was, first time in Iraq, officer in charge, first time under fire. I had been studying at the Air Force Academy for four years. I had a master's degree in leadership. And I was scared. You know, first time that I heard the booms, the sirens, and I was hunkered down by the sandbags with my flak vest over me, and I won't say the words that were coming out of my mouth, but knowing that a leader should be courageous did not make me courageous. Knowing that a leader ought to be a certain way did not give me access to being that way. And five, six years of leadership education didn't give me what I needed in that moment. I was on the phone with a good friend who spent six days in a high-level conference on leadership at a major university last week. Forty speakers presented all the latest research. I asked my friend to share with me what he felt to be the most interesting thing he learned. The importance of context, he said. Explain. We don't choose our words and our actions as carefully as we think we do. Our thoughts, attitudes, words, and actions are dramatically affected by context. I'm not sure I'm getting it. Every situation has a context that shapes the way the situation occurs for us, and consequently the way we interact with the situation. I'm still not sure I get it. I'm pretty dense sometimes. My friend then told me about the speaker that fascinated him most. A young woman spoke to us who had been in charge of an aircraft maintenance unit in Iraq. 65% was the standard for mission success in repairing damaged aircraft within a certain period of time. Her maintenance unit was operating with a 58% mission success rate until she got a call one morning at 2.30 a.m. to get a team together, fly into a combat area, fix a broken aircraft, and bring it back. It was during that trip that she met the men and women whose lives depended on the aircraft she was repairing. They told her, when these don't fly, we die. Her context changed. She repaired that airplane with bullets flying all around her, flew it back to her maintenance unit, and the very next day, her team began operating with a mission success rate of 100%. Google is wonderful, isn't it? Even though my friend couldn't recall the young woman's name, it took me only about 30 seconds to find a one-hour and 46-minute video of Carrie L. Granger telling that story in detail. The image of her above the title of today's memo and all the quotes you'll find herein were transcribed from it. I started meeting the guys that were relying on our aircraft. You know, the brothers the husbands, the fathers, the sons. And I started to learn the consequences of what happened when our aircraft didn't make it. The consequences when our aircraft wasn't there to pick people up or to drop needed equipment. And a particular model of our aircraft that held um, the electronic jamming equipment, what happened when they didn't fly. The consequences of this, of our 58% mission success rate, I started to learn the impact of 
on real faces. And what I learned was when we don't fly, people die. It altered the whole thing for me. Quite literally, when we don't fly, people die. And I'm talking both sides die. And the daily, the small, moment-by-moment tasks started to have a whole new meaning. Context. Now I get it. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to help my staff see exactly what happens when the ads we write and the media we negotiate fail to bring in customers. I'm going to share with them, just as Carrie Granger shared with her maintenance team, exactly what I've seen happen when advertising doesn't work. I'm going to do my best to show my people the life-changing importance of the daily, small, moment-by-moment tasks we do each day. I'm going to help them understand what happens when we do our job well and what happens when we don't. I'm really glad my friend attended that six-day conference. I'm really glad he chose to give me the gleaming nugget of gold that Carrie gave to him. And now, that nugget of gold lies warm in your open palm. What are you going to do with it? Roy H. Williams. On this week's Monday Morning Radio, Jay Goldstein explains how he led his Witch Witch Superior Sandwich Outlet to outsell every other restaurant in that chain last year. It's a recipe that other franchise owners can follow, regardless of what sort of business they operate. Also interviewed is James Pa, Vice President of Operations for Witch Witch nationally. Pa sums up the reason for Goldstein's success. If you believe that you're going to succeed, you're going to materialize it. It's going to crystallize. We call that the vibe. They've got the vibe. Hear both interviews at mondaymorningradio.com.